Welcome back to Making Sense Out of Life, the podcast where we talk about personal development and the goals and actions necessary to build a life of success and fulfillment by putting in your two cents every single day. On today's episode, I want to talk about how it feels to fight the norm. And I think the most difficult part of this conversation is trying to define what the norm is, because this obviously is going to be different for every single person. And I, I have to speak about this from a personal lens and what I've experienced of what the norm is and how the majority of the people around me or the p- even just the people that I'm watching, what they do in school or in my family or in other people that I view, just things that are more normal to the average person versus the mindset that it takes to pursue ec- excellence and really chase that upper echelon of life in every category of your life. Um, so with this, I think I just really want to start with the personal side where for me, ever since I was 16 years old, I've been studying entrepreneurship and business and personal development. And in all of these different categories of learning that I've been in, there's a consistent theme of not doing what everybody else is doing. Going out of your way to become a student of success. Going out of your way to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and cultivate discipline in your life. A lot of the different aspects and categories of things that I talk about on this podcast. And after reading these types of things in books and hearing them on podcasts and even going to events in person and hearing people speak, it really started to set in on me that if you want to live a life that most people aren't living, you have to do things that most people aren't doing. So for me in high school, this was instead of always playing video games after school or always finding different ways to have fun, there was a period in my life where every extra hour of the day I was researching how to start a dropshipping store or how to run an online business or how to take care of your finances or what would it take to become an entrepreneur and work for yourself because the idea of being able to do that was so enticing to me. I didn't want to fall into a life of pure obsolescence where you was always going to a nine to five, pursuing the same job in the same life in the same day over and over and over and getting wound up in the minutia of that type of life. I wanted to curate my own reality where my normal was simply doing what I wanted to do and having active control of my life and not commanding respect from others, but being able to garner respect from others based on the life that I was living and always being a student of that process and being a student of success from all the other people around me and being able to learn that. So I want to say what I struggled with when it came to being a part of the norm because I know I'm only 20, so I want to speak from a very personal and young lens and come at it humbly of understanding that I have so much more to learn and I have so much more to progress through in my life. But I've been through enough situations with high school and college and really jumping into the business world at a young age and being surrounded by people who are older and have much, much more experience where I've been able to really see the contrast between accepting the norm and fighting the norm. So for a period of my life, I was accepting the norm. And for me, I want to talk about this in college where the stereotypical normality of college is partying and going out with your friends and studying and really allowing yourself to have fun in these different areas and experience experience different things in your life and experiment with what you want your life to look like in more the social aspect 
Um, but for me, the issue with this and the problem that I was experiencing is that a lot of the fun things that people were purporting and a lot of the fun aspects of life were drinking alcohol, smoking weed, sitting around and not doing things that were productive. And as these bad habits began to compound in my life, the same way I say, put in your two cents every day so it can compound to make your life better. This can 100% go the opposite. I was feeling these bad habits compound and they were beginning to define my life and define my personality. I went from being a very successful person in high school who had good grades and had high aspirations and goals to someone who was being enveloped by the bad habits of drinking too often and smoking too often under the guise of being happy and accepted by a social circle. Peer pressure is a very big issue, and it's super powerful, and it can go both ways, where surrounding yourself with the right people and the right network of individuals who are like-minded in whatever goals you actually want to pursue in the life that you want to live, that can be very good for you with the right group of people. But it can go the exact opposite, where even if these are people who you love with all your heart and that they've been a part of your life for so long, if you allow the energy of the habits and the routines of that group dictate how you live your life, if that life isn't something that you want to do or you want to live or you want to exhibit or you want to teach to other people, then you can't go with that norm any longer. If in that moment of your life you are happy doing so and understand that it might not be putting you on the right direction right now, but you want to be doing that, then there's not really a down, I can't say that that's a bad thing. Like, I'm only 20. I, I don't have the hindsight of what it would be to do these things throughout your entire college career or even into your early 20s and then try and fix your things and fix your network and fix who you hang around. I, I don't know that, but from the people that I've listened to who have experienced going through that phase and then trying to get out of it, when you pursue bad habits for so long, all you're doing is digging a hole and you're pushing aside the negative emotions and the negative lifestyle that you will eventually have to deal with. So I consider myself lucky that I kind of woke up to the reality of what it would take to build a life of more success and build a life of more purpose and passion. And, and instead of chase happiness, build a life that curates happiness by default because I'm searching for a purpose and a meaning and helping other people and building myself into the best version I can be by putting in my two cents every day in all these different categories that I understood that you can't afford to fall into these bad habits that are messing with your mind and they're messing with your focus and they're distracting you from whatever it is that your actual dreams, aspirations, and goals are, whether that is something that's success-oriented or just something that is life-oriented, where there's no need to be running away from your emotions or the way you feel or the, or the life that you're just settling into because that's the norm. And that goes back to the main issue. It, hearing friends and family or people around you or even the media or what sometimes what I hear more often on social media is just the almost encouragement and facilitation of contentment instead of trying to teach people and push a pursuit of excellence. It was a dramatic change in my life when I made the conscious choice to pursue excellence. And to define that term, it was just doing the best that I absolutely could in every category of my life to find self-purpose and then have a higher goal in terms of all the things I usually talk about with your career, other relation relationships, your mental health, and your physical health. But that wasn't normal with the people that I was interacting with. 
the idea of going out of your way to read personal development books, going out of your way to take cold showers to build mental toughness, going out of your way to cut alcohol, cut weed, or to eat healthy for the sole purpose of building mental toughness and setting good habits in place that will help fuel your life in the bad times. Going out and listening to seminars or pursuing education on YouTube or pursuing education in my life outside of a school system. Pursuing things that I knew would actually push me forward somehow was segregating me from the the peer groups and the people around me simply because that's not what they considered normal. And I'm not saying that in any negative way that living a normal life is bad or detrimental. It just depends on the frame that you set for your life. Where, like I said before, if you want the outcome of what everybody else has, that's what you'll get by doing what everybody else does, which can encapsulate in a wonderful life. Doing what everyone does could be going to your 9-to-5 job, and it could be something that you love and you feel fulfilled. And then you come home and you're with your family and you're ha- you have dinner around the table and you enjoy your weekends and you enjoy your vacations when you have them. But the framework that I want for my life is, is higher than that. When I look at what, how I want to build and curate my life and my reality, it involves more than just being content and being happy in my current situation. It's about constant growth and fueling the fire of my passions in a way that will inspire me and other people around me, which includes time freedom. That includes financial freedom. That includes the freedom to say what I actually think and the freedom to have choices. And those freedoms come at a very, very significant cost. And that cost is fighting the norm. That cost is doing the things that you have to do to better yourself. Because you have to elevate yourself as a person to be able to accept the higher level opportunities that come your way. People always say, I don't remember exactly how it goes. I think it's luck is when opportunity meets preparedness, being prepared, where if you have not leveled up your personality and leveled up as a person to a level to capitalize on these opportunities that may come your way, then it doesn't even matter what type of opportunity you're seeking or you're looking for because you will be unable to act on it. You won't have the diligence or the grit or any of those other terms, that mental toughness, that inner fortitude that got built up, that you built it for yourself, that confidence in your competence that you'd be able to pull it off, whatever the opportunity is. You you may think you could, but when you actually get into these situations, you Life will humble you. I've been through experiences like this. I got into an opportunity where I could, I was working around some business professionals and helping with business. And because I listened to a lot of podcasts and books, I thought I knew something that I didn't. I thought I I came in with way too much of an ego and understood like, oh, how could I provide value to these people? I know about X, Y, and Z about business. And you walk into the actual environment, the actual atmosphere of business. And I realized that I knew nothing. So it's the idea that you have to elevate yourself to, m- to be able to match the level of the opportunity. And that goes into one of the main points that I wanted to talk about, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack just a little bit and then come back to that, where the norm in this category, the norm of the opportunities and the norm of the type of person where it's if you go to school, you go to college, you do the best you can, and you put yourself on a path of normal success. It's very streamlined, 
and you can it, go through the trials and the tribulations that you need to do, and it's kind of laid out for you in the way that your education is set up, the way that your curriculum is set up. But eventually, like the social norm of the ext of the extracurricular activities that go along with this path, that's the part that's weird to me. Where this could just be in my personal opinion. I'd be curious to know who else feels this way. Where there's some form of social norm of degeneracy and contentment. The idea that being happy or being relaxed is coming home and sitting on your phone and going on TikTok for hours. Coming home and door dashing fast food to reward yourself for the end of the day. All these different vices that are being accepted as the normality of how you would live your extracurricular hours. And for me, it, it just doesn't click with the quote-unquote happiness that people are seeking. It, that, that doesn't feel like true happiness to me. To me, purpose and fulfillment are so much more important. So instead of trying to escape whatever it is you're trying to escape in your life, using these extracurricular hours to build yourself as an asset and to build your life in a way that you want it to go, whether that's even just pursuing a passion you've always wanted to pursue, or if it's what I always talk about, where it's trying to put down the foundational blocks of your physical and mental health and being strong in your mind and body. Those extracurricular hours outside of a career, or outside of school, or whatever it is that is your actual responsibility and obligation for the day, but the things that go extra, it just feels like there is a social normality of degeneracy. And I want to somehow leverage my perspective as a young person who's been on both sides of that coin to talk about how this should no longer be normal. You have to fight that norm. You have to fight that norm of social degeneracy. And that can be a spectrum of a word of degeneracy. I can let you define that however you want. But for me, degeneracy would be allowing your life to be consumed or overly consumed by alcohol consumption, drugs, overly socializing and not focusing on what you need to focus on, being consumed by constant entertainment, being unhealthy with yourself, all of those different things. And I don't think that that can be acceptable. So looping back to what I was talking about with how you have to reject that norm and accept the personality and the reality of who you actually want to become, who you actually want to become in the future and building that day by day, putting in your two cents every single day. So elevating yourself I just, I just experienced this recently where I had the opportunity to be around very successful entrepreneurs and they were offering an opportunity to be mentored and to learn of how they lived their lives and how their journey led them to where they are now. And although I didn't feel qualified to be in a room with these people because I've not had any tangible entrepreneurial success, it's become very interesting to me that all of the personal development studying and the personal development practicalities that I've put into my life over the years, that is what, quote-unquote, qualifies you to be in these rooms. You have to elevate yourself to even get an opportunity to be in the room with these people or be in the fictitious, quote-unquote, room of an opportunity where you have to just build that for yourself and the traits that will allow you to be around these people where they can acknowledge your personality and your assets as a human being that will allow them to, you know, plant the seeds of true education and true, you know, practice in a specific business industry or anything like that, where you become a seed to grow because you put down the right soil. 
you put down the right, you watered yourself with the necessary habits and mentality to actually be able to grow in these opportunities and have it actually be worth the time of these other people. Because you, I, I am a firm believer that you are not entitled to shit. You are not entitled, you don't deserve to have these opportunities or to be able to have high-level intellectual conversations with people that will progress your life forward. They will help you make more money. They will help you foster better relationships. They will help you curate the life that they are living because they've done it themselves. You don't deserve to be in those rooms with those people and have those conversations unless you've put in the work beforehand to actually develop yourself as that person. Because if you really think about it, I want you to ask yourself this question, and I ask myself this question all the time. That is what keeps me humble and keeps me a student of success as you start to elevate who you talk to and you elevate the opportunities you're in. Why would these people ever waste their time with you? Think about that. Understand what level of person you are. And that could be in the on the personal side of how empathetic you are, how you can communicate in a loving way, how you can acknowledge where other people are at in their lives and be a good person about it. And this could also be your skills in whatever specific industry that you're trying to move towards. Where if you haven't put in the work and they can't see that you have committed with your mentality to go all in, why would these people or, ev- or why would this opportunity Why would this job, why would this career, why would this industry, why would this mentor, why would this teacher, why would this university professor, why would this parent, why would this anybody waste their time with you if you have not put in the work yourself? No one's going to come save you and give you a magical opportunity just because you think you deserve it. You should be putting out the positive mindset and the belief that you can become the person who deserves it, and know that every single day you're putting in your two cents and you're putting in the work to become that. But at the moment, if you're not at a level that you feel proud of personally, it doesn't matter what that level is. It's do you feel proud of that level yourself? Like I said in the last episode, you have to be honest with yourself. So if you are not proud of where you're at, then why would anybody else be proud of you where you're at and then try and help you? You want to get to a point where you've proven to yourself that you can allow yourself to be proud because you've actually done the things that you know you want and should be doing. And that is what will qualify you to be in the rooms with these people. So instead of conforming to the normality of being average and being content and not seeking out the opportunities to be around higher higher level people such as mentors, instead of falling into that, Think to yourself, do I want to elevate the standard of my life? Do I want to move that bar up and strive for something more? And then do I want to continue doing that over time? Because this is an ongoing process and there's no need for that to stop. You can always be a student of success. Always be humble. Know that there's someone better than you in any category and you can learn more from them. And then you can take what they do and what they tell you and you can put it into your your own spin of words. Put your own practical advice on it for yourself and be self-aware and know what it's going to do for you. But you can do that. You can fight the norm and develop whatever it is for yourself. When I talk about the norm, this does not have to be some social standard that you agree with or disagree with. This could just be what you experience from all the people around you. What is it that everybody else is doing? What, what do you see around you that everyone else is doing? 
that you don't, it doesn't sit right with you. You're trying to build something that's different and unique, and you're trying to be your own person. You're trying to strive for excellence. You're trying to pursue that excellence. What are the people around you doing that is not allowing them to live that life? Everything that you believe about how your life should, li- should be lived, think about where those beliefs come from. Why, why is it that you think that going to school, getting a 9-to-5 job, working for 40 years, building a 401k, you know, retiring at 60, like, just as a stereotypical example, obviously, on a career path, why do you, why do you think that that is the right thing to do if that's the, way, w- the path you want to go on? Why do you believe the things that you believe? You need to acknowledge where you heard these concepts from and then audit where the people you heard it from are at in their life. And the idea is, do you want to emulate these people? If your life looked like their life, would you be fulfilled with it? Would you find purpose and passion in that life? If the answer is no, then acknowledge what they're saying as a lesson and a foundational block in how you're building your own mindset and your own idea for what you want with your life. But don't put it into practice because then you're going to end up exactly like those people. So if you don't want to be like those people... In, in you know that certain category that you're auditing when you examine their life, then find another source of information and pick and choose those traits. That's how I always think it's good to fight the norm is, excuse me, is instead of, instead of developing your life based on a very narrow vantage point from the people in your small circle, expand your knowledge base. Expand your source of inspiration. Find people that are role models to you, that you would want their life. If it's a certain person that is an extremely good person, then go out of your way to see what they do to be a good person and a kind person. But that does not mean you have to solely emulate them. You could then find a different role model for your career or your financial success, someone who doesn't have to work anymore because they make $200,000 a month residually. These people exist, and these are people you can learn from, people who put out content on YouTube and Spotify and podcasts and people you can learn from in all of these different avenues. And even then, like I said before, build yourself into an opportunity where maybe you could be in the room with these people and learn from them, and that's how you actually start to build your life, and that's how you start to fight the norm because we're getting to a point where the norm, being the average person, being you know, a, a good person who understands money but doesn't seek excess of it or understands how to be a good person or how to foster good relationships but doesn't go out of your way to excel in these categories and be the best version of yourself to bring to the table in upcoming relationships or, you know, when you're trying to get a girlfriend or a boyfriend, husband, wife, and you're trying to become that, you know, strong power couple and that power dynamic in, you know, friendship relationships or business partnerships, you can't just be the normal person. You can't. There's too much competition because the person that is working harder than you with a more direct and clear purpose and a clear goal and they know what target they're aiming towards, they're going to beat the living shit out of you in the competition of life, in all of the different facets of your life. They're going to be physically stronger because they're more disciplined to go to the gym. They're going to be mentally stronger because they go out of their way to build mental toughness. They're going to have more money and more financial security than you. They're going to have more time freedom than you. They're going to be able to attract a better relationship and a better woman or man into their life than you because they are being competitive. They're pursuing excellence instead of complying to the normalities and the normacy that is the norm. Obsolescence in your life, the idea of being obsolete where you wake up every day and there's no true purpose behind what you do except to maintain the things that you're already doing. 
or you're not seeking that higher level that you know within your heart is what you actually want to do with your life. That's the norm. The norm is people who talk about their goals and their dreams, but they never act on them. Or if they do, they give up too fast. You never act on them long enough to actually watch them come into fruition. Is that the norm that you want to live your life under? Is that the norm that you want to allow to be purported onto you and to drive your life? For me, that's not it. I want to pursue a life that is full of fulfillment and very high standards because even though that comes with the uncomfortability and the stress, I think it's worth it. I think that's very, very worth it where someone could argue that chasing excellence and that higher standard of life might make you a bad person or you might never be happy with the amount of money that you make because you're always chasing more or you're never happy with the opportunities, you're never happy with the family because you're always chasing and you're always chasing, you're always chasing. And I don't think that's the case because what it is is it gives me a purpose to always be developing in all of the different areas. I think we're in a society and I think the way that our world is now, you cannot be unidimensional anymore as a person. If you are just a good person, but you don't understand what it takes to make money or to build business relationships or to communicate well, to elevate yourself at your job or your career. So now you're just a really, really nice person, a really good person, a good family man, but you don't make money. Now you're not competitive. Now you're in a position where if something drastic happens with your financial situation, you're fucked. So you being a kind person is great and all, but you could still get trampled by some external circumstance with money. So now, instead of being unidimensional by being a very, very kind and compassionate person with these amazing personality traits of being a good person, you want to start building the dimension of your financial literacy and the way that you teach yourself and educate yourself and are disciplined with money and find creative ways to increase your income as well as saving it and finding ways you can invest your money and be creative and meet other people that will open your mind to the possibility of making more money than you could ever believe. Now, that's a big, strong dimension to be successful in. So now if you were to think about it in that way, right? Now you're a good person, you're financially stable, but what if that's all selfish? What if it's not for yourself? What if your mental health is still bad? What if your physical health is still bad? What if you're a really kind person to other people and you understand what it takes to chase entrepreneurial success or even personal success or intrapreneur success where you can pursue the career that you have really well and start making some more money and be impactful in the business or the industry or the corporation that you're in and you can work that way. But what if that's at the expense of your mental health? What if that means that you wake up every day depressed? What if that means that your entire purpose lies in other people and you don't have self-love? That's not worth the sacrifice either. You cannot just choose one dimension. So now you want you, you want to start to build where you can be a good person to others and have love and compassion and empathy. And you want to understand financial success and know how to curate your life in a way that will put you in a position monetarily to not have the stress of money. So now you want to start building the dimension of mental health. So now you should be going out of your way to eat healthy, which will help with your mental health. Talk to people. Go out of your way to, you know, if you, need, if you feel like you need to go to therapy, go to therapy. If you want to talk to the people around you, talk to the people around you. If you want to study what it could take for you to get better with your mental health, do that. It's taking the initiative action to try and build up that dimension of your life. And then t going hand in hand with it, because I believe that a strong body and a strong mind are linked, going to the gym, pursuing physical health, 
being in a position where you're drinking enough water that you have energy throughout the day, eating healthy foods, you have energy throughout the day, going to the gym consistently to build your body. It's building self-confidence. It's building the way you look. It's commanding and garnering respect just based on your appearance and your mentality when you show up and you're someone who is now multidimensional, so you're a kind person, you understand money, your mental health is in check, so now you've been pursuing things long enough that you pulled yourself out of the rut or you had someone help you get out of a rut, where now you're pursuing passion, you're pursuing creativity instead of just being in survival mode and stress mode, and now you look good because you have physical health. And you're pursuing that dimension of your life. And these are all things you can do one step at a time, two cents at a time every day, chasing the things that you want to actually chase to build up these dimensions. And that's just a few. We could talk about so many more dimensions of what it means to be the best version of yourself. But it all boils down to you can't be unidimensional anymore. You can't just be a good guy and a good average person who treats others well and, you know, understands what it means to be healthy in yourself and take care of others. There's other things that can help so much as well. So much. Like I just mentioned, the financial security, like that's a huge deal for me. The norm is completely okay with making a set salary, working that job for 40 years and putting it into a 401k that gets matched that may or may not even exist when you retire and then you retire and you have the money to survive, but you never had the money to actually live and now you have to look back and think, did I make the right decision of pursuing a consistent income? in XYZ category, it's like that just doesn't sit right with me. And that's what they teach in schools about the idea of go through the go go through what you need to go through, follow the curriculum, become well educated and well versed in all these different categories, but then it doesn't allow you to focus. When you are t- not focused on one specific thing, you cannot become a master in said specific thing. So I think it's important to really fight I'm just going to say that again, to, to fight the norm of whatever that is to you. When you look around and think what could I do better? What could I do different? How can I stand out? I am in a hyper-competitive world. So how can I elevate myself to be competitive? Because if you want to win, you have to be competitive. If you were ever in sports, you understand this concept. You have to be competitive if you want to win. If you want to get on varsity, you better fucking practice and be good enough to be on varsity. And that's how it opens the doors to other opportunities. So that's really what it is for me when it comes to fighting the norm, is understand what you want in your life. Truly audit what you want your life to look like. I've said this so many times before. What type of person do you want to be? How much money do you want to make? What experiences do you want to be able to offer your wife and your kids? What experience, like, do you, do you want your kids to look up to you as a bastion of freedom, time freedom, financial freedom? The freedom to do what you want with your family. That takes so much work. It takes believing in yourself and believing in the goal and believing in the dream. And then coupling that with practical action day in and day out. And I've went into the norm. I've fallen into the trap. I've allowed my brain to be completely collapsed by weed, alcohol, going out with friends, succumbing to watching Netflix when I should be working. All of these things that somehow seem like the norm. And we have to fight the norm. The norm is average. The norm is content. The norm is just getting by. The norm is settling. The norm is surviving. The norm is compliance and complacency. 
the norm is a state of perpetual boredom because you're just doing the same things over and over without allowing yourself to spark creativity and passion and, and intelligent conversations anymore. The norm is giving up the personal power and the duty to become the best version of yourself. That's what I see the norm as. It's stopping yourself from pursuing these higher things because maybe you were told you couldn't. Or maybe you're starting to tell yourself that you couldn't and you experience self-doubt because you had a wavering belief. You need an unwavering belief. I believe that the norm is an everlasting path of perpetual... And let me restate that. How do I want to put this? I believe that the norm is an everlasting path of perceived prosperity that will always be just outside of your potential. Because you've allowed yourself to succumb to it. And you've made the decision, whether consciously or subconsciously, to conform and succumb to the mindset of just being average and being normal. And I say to that, fight the norm. Pursue excellence. Be the person who can walk around with some swagger. Be the person who, when you get a big win, can celebrate it for yourself and feel good about it because you worked so fucking hard to get there. Reap the rewards of life that are not curated by false happiness. When you drink or you smoke or you go out or you're eating fast food and you, in the moment, feel happy, that's not happiness. That's not fulfillment. That could be what the norm is trying to say is happy. That could be what the people around you are thinking is okay because they are content with the other aspects of their life. What about being able to enjoy waking up in the morning and listening to the birds chirp outside and enjoying the sunlight and enjoying just simple conversations with the people you love? Everybody strives for that. And I think so much of that and being able to actually feel that and feel fulfilled and have it feel happy for you is rooted in yourself. It has to start from you. It has to start from you. And if you allow yourself to fall into ruts and you, can't, and, you, and you disallow yourself to be a consistent and disciplined person, it becomes so much more difficult to enjoy those things and to enjoy your life and look forward to your life. Look forward to the goals because it's in the future because you're always chasing a higher level. You're always being a student of success. You're always chasing a higher standard. For all I know, I could be completely wrong on this. I could be completely wrong. Everyone could be, a, could be a great person and they're genuinely happy with where they're at. That could 100% be the case. And 90% of people who live a life of consistent happiness and consistent you know, lifestyle that allows them to be content with where they're at, that could 100% float their boat and that is 100% okay. But if you want a higher level and you want a higher standard and you want to pursue excellence and you listen to the people who have made millions and billions and are making true impact on themselves and the people around them and leaving a legacy and leaving generational wealth and being able to educate the people around them and be a leader and be someone that you can look up to and have a life filled with passion and dreams. I think to achieve that, you have to fight the norm. Do things that other people aren't doing. Pay attention. Look around you. 
What are the people around you doing? How do they live their lives? And do you want that life? If the answer is no, find a different source and begin to pursue excellence and put in your two cents every day. Fight the norm.